I ever knew All I ever knew Was fucking your bitch Cause when I'm in that pussy I thrive and flourish Oh, this is heavy. There's that word again, heavy. You already know what the fuck going on. It's Young Flourish, and I'm flourishing with Lifehouse Tonic and Elixirs. You understand? There's two locations in Los Angeles. You can also check out lifehousetonics.com. You understand? And order their products across the country, across the nation. Uh, I lost a gang of weight, if y'all didn't know, and it was from ingesting these products and changing my lifestyle. If y'all want to do it too, check out Lifehouse Tonics. Enjoy. And welcome to episode 49. You already know what the fuck going on. Yeah. You like how I started that off? Yo, I didn't know. Christina fucking Hutchinson, one of the most talented, beautiful, best joke writers, always does my show in New York. So happy to have her in studio. Uh, Before we get started, uh, I'd like to just say thank you to everybody who's been coming out to Heavy Sets. God bless you. Check out SoHeavy.com. We've got a tour section on there now, uh, along with the merch. So, episode 49. This is the second comedian in a row, although I've had a bunch of comedians on the show. Yeah. I'm so happy to have Christina Hutchison. I'm happy to be here. I love that you have your TV on during this. Let's, sorry. <laughs> let's turn it off. Yeah. No, you know, like we were just we no. were just hitting a joint, you know. No, I'm like I, kinda so I'm high. I mean I am full yeah, disclosure, no. you no, girl stoned. You're being observational, which is yeah. good. I like that. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Christina is a working stand up comedian. She just had sold out shows in San Diego. How funny was my intro that I gave you last night? Oh my night? god, you ran off like a list. <laughs> I was like You ran off a book. Dude, I don't know why because I, I, I wanted to give you whenever you try to give a good <laughs> intro, you just you always fuck you it up. Over, yeah, always. you overdo it. Sometimes um, I just scream the comic's name if I'm really excited about them into the mic, and then I it it, it makes everybody upset, and then I fucked it up, and then nah, I feel terrible. <laughs> yeah, no, but so um, that was fine. It was. She's been doing my shows in New York, and uh, been murdering on the shows. Her first time doing my show here in LA on Circumcised Comedy at the Comedy Store. It was great. Little light crowd, but on a Monday, oh, I that's love okay. Those small yeah. but mighty crowds. Those it's are good. fun. It's good. It was good work, and uh, they've been selling out in New York, which I've been really excited about. And thank you for doing the shows. Yeah, you can attest the shows have been popping. Yo, popping, popping. Yeah, okay. last time I did it in New York, it was sold out. I'm pretty yeah, sure. yeah. It was it was crazy. Um, that audience was electric too. Yeah, and New York Comedy Club. For anybody who doesn't know, in New York, I mean, obviously, there's so many great clubs to perform at or go see live comedy in the city. Uh, I just really love New York comedy the way it sounds the staff the people who run it it's the best uh, so um, so happy that you did the show last night and for anybody who doesn't know who doesn't know Christina you know has been on True TV she's been on Comedy Central she's also done a podcast with a girl named Corinne mm-hmm. for the past few years Corinne Fisher that has flourished called Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked, and I baby. can't ex- I can't express it enough. Like, if y'all have Instagram, you must follow both Christina Hutchinson <laughs> and Corinne. At Christina Hutch. Yeah, and the K-R-Y-S-T-Y-N-A. thing... Yes, it's not... It's K... Yeah, K-R-Y. It's fucked up. Yeah, and what I love about Christina's Instagram, which we'll just talk about off top, is 
the so how does it work because if you look at her instagram you'll see that she she'll read these conversations oh fuck boy friday so fuck boy friday i yeah. which i which i am like that like you know that's incredible to me it's it's so good you yeah know? so fuck boy friday i'm just getting my phone out because i can give you some examples oh, of like yeah. what's at the top of my inbox truly yeah. people send these to me all day. like so they send me screenshots of their dating app conversations so and Raya, Bumble, Tinder. Bumble, Tinder, Raya, all the things. J-Date. J-Date, fucking Christian Mingle, <laughs> a lot of them. All of it. Um, so here, so, okay. <laughs> so people send me, okay, so here's, the, I just opened this today. I don't okay. know what it says. The guy says, can I eat you pussy? <laughs> and the girl just says, you can fuck off. Ha, ha, ha. Why? You don't like it? I don't like you. No problem. Where are you from? None of your business. <laughs> okay, bye. Oh my so god! That's a, like, screen, that's a screenshot of somebody's so conversation. Good. No, but with the a voice guy trying too. To fuck her. I like these guys. What I don't understand. And you'll so see many from the messages. Heavy. You'll see from the messages that she reads on her Instagram. Yeah. They are so such long such shots. Such douchebags. Such desperate, crazy. No humanity. Who's, who is responding to these messages? Well, a lot of times the girls, because I've been doing this for a while on my Instagram, they'll respond kind of like cunty you. and funny and then send me the screenshot and I'm like, thank you for doing my work for me. This is amazing. Like, I feel like you could train your followers to be funny. Not train them, but like influence them. Show Because it feels good to be funny. Absolutely. And these chicks who follow me are hilarious. They get it. Yeah. And you know, the, the voices that you do on it are so good. And I love Thanks. the way that you write jokes. Um, let's just talk about it. I, I really don't know that much about you in the sense that oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know where you were born or brought up. Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Okay. Big fan of the Eagles and Wawa Hoagie. Okay, there you go. Uh, never been there, but I've been to Philadelphia. Yeah, love um, Philly. Love. My favorite city. One of my favorite cities to do comedy in. You Helium, cannot offend Philly trash. Helium Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yo, I'm headlining it in February. Really? Yeah, Corinne and I headlined it uh, a year ago, and we sold out all of our shows. Fuck yeah. The best shows that have ever happened, ever. Oh, my God, yeah. I am so excited. I almost like want to tape a special there when I headline, just in case, because I feel like it would be really good, because those crowds are amazing. No, they really are. I remember I opened one time for, for a big comedian, and it was one of my favorite shows on yeah. the tour. Philadelphia's incredible. If you've never been, check it out. Ishka Bizzle. Gino's Helium, yeah. Co- Helium Comedy Club. Helium. If and, and if I'm uh, if I'm I'm like trying to test surrounding markets in New York. So you know, Helium something that I've always been thinking about, maybe even for heavy sets. Yeah. Uh, but when so, how old are you? Is that a weird question to ask on a <laughs> podcast? Is that are you allowed to ask? You can ask whatever the well, first no, of all, I you know. can ask whatever the fuck you want. I know, and you can say no, and you can exactly. say, listen, I don't want and like even I'm like, thirty one. Okay. Wow. But like wow. you asked like we were kids. Like that, how old are you? Like, <laughs> no, like are you this many? Well, it's 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 cute because sometimes girls are like insecure about their age. I don't give a flying Hell fuck. I am thirty one beautiful years old. Absolutely. Or whatever the beautiful, fuck. Beautiful, vibrant. I'm, 30, young I'm gonna woman. be one of those I'm thirty one years young. <laughs> yeah, no, no I when people say that. You, you embrace your the moment and your age. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is the best year of my life. I and love it. Why would I hate being older? Every good, year I get older, I get better. Good for you. Yeah. I, uh, and last night, something that was interesting that you said to me, which I think is like an interesting perspective for people to hear as far as being stand-up comedians, the difference sometimes of being a guy stand-up comedian and being a girl stand-up yeah. comedian, is, you know, like last night, I invited this new girl who I'm seeing to come 
just check out the show. Mm-hmm. And you were kind of like, oh, when I said it, you were like, oh, oh, you invite? You were like, kind of just like, yeah, oh, you yeah. do that? Yeah, and I yeah. was like, wait, like. Dudes I, do that. Dude dudes comics. do that. Dudes Dude comics do that. do that. That's why Some male comics, comics don't do that. Some, not, of course not all. Not all everything does anything. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, but a lot of male comedians do it and it works because a lot of male comics get hit on after shows. And I, I know that it's not, it can't be all female comics, but I would venture to guess most don't get hit on after shows. Because it's just like an intimidating. Because it's like, yeah, well, I'm reading this book. I'm obsessed with this book. Every t- I'm talking about it to everybody. It's The title sucks so bad. <laughs> the title's so bad. So be prepared to want to run away from the title. Okay. But it's called Getting To I Do. I hate, it's so okay, embarrassing to read fine. this book in public. It's a cr- cringy but I, title. I'm so addicted to this book that I take it in public and that's how much I don't, that's how much I like it. I don't care about the title. But it is very corny. It's essentially about ma- masculine and feminine energy. And because I, I mean, I have a podcast about dating and sex and stuff and I'm kind of, I'm not obsessed with it, but it's, it's an interest in my life. Like it's something I like doing. Of course. And I, but I'm also dedicated to try and figure it out, like to do it right. Mm-hmm. So this book is about male and female energies in a relationship. And most of the time the women is the feminine energy. And if you're the feminine energy, essentially, this is nutshell major, mm-hmm. uh, you want your feelings cherished. But if you're the male energy of the relationship, you want your ideas respected and I remember when I started reading that book, I was like, but I want both. Mm-hmm. And then, <clears throat> so I kind of like butted up against her because I think feminism, whenever there's a movement and a group wants equality, you kind of have to go too far in the other direction and then you eventually then it, scale it back. And then it evens out. Exactly. And I think with feminism, a lot of times, I'm, I'm certainly guilty of this. I'm too independent and I'm like, fuck you, I don't need you. But then it's like, ask for help. You're a human being. Oh my God. Of like, course. Be vulnerable and let people in. It like almost made me not vulnerable anymore. Uh, uh-uh. So so anyway, so This book would, sounds interesting. So if I'm dating a guy and I want to be the feminine energy in the relationship, I want my feelings cherished. Um, I'm not gonna do something like invite a guy to my comedy show because stand-up comedy is a more masculine uh occupation. Mm-hmm. She said in the book, she's like, <clears throat> one of the things she said in the book that I I was like, all right, I'm going to take everything you say with a grain of salt, but I am on your side. She's like, if you're a woman with feminine energy, a real woman knows when to leave. And I'm like, yo, bitch, I am so behind that. A real woman does know when to fucking leave. Like, that's badass. Yeah. And I didn't know when to leave, so that was something I was working on. But uh, Like knowing your self-worth, knowing when it's time yeah, to move Yeah, go, on. hey, this you're going to do you. Totally fine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go because mm-hmm. I like me better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I think that's so great. Uh, but it's not in a hostile way of like, fuck you. It just doesn't have to be like that. So I think it's an interesting that concept of bringing a date to a stand up to see me do stand up is a masculine thing. That's why it makes sense for you to do it if you're a more masculine energy guy because the woman is going to come and go, you were so funny. Wow. And that makes sense. And, and as a, from a male perspective, like when a girl does ask to come and see a show, mm-hmm. like, even I was kind of actually reluctant because I knew that it wasn't going to be that popping as far as like the sales last oh, night. Right, right, so right. I was like kind of reluctant, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, I kind of it's part of the gig, yeah. and I want to see like, is this girl cool enough where she can come and just appreciate it for what it is, mm-hmm. and not going to judge me? 
And also too, like it's a good litmus. I don't want to say I don't want to say no in the sense that like I don't want her to think like I have something to hide because I, I really have nothing to hide. Like I'm, yeah. I'm proud to to say. Yeah, it, even and the if more it's... you don't give a fuck, that's sexy and that's going to be appealing to a girl. Yeah. So I think um, they're dancing and it's very it's weird. It's they very just weird. Keep I, I can I can turn this off. Actually. No, it's fine. I just I just noticed out the corner of my eye. And I can't stop. Oh yeah, sorry. I'll turn it looking off. Looking at it. Um, There's just news anchors dancing. But. Uh, for the viewers at home, <laughs> for the for the listeners, <laughs> for the at listeners. Home. Uh, yeah, I think it's just interesting, both from from being a, hearing it from a female perspective and a male perspective, as far as bringing the opposite sex to a show. Anyways, uh, stand up, such a beautiful thing. I mm-hmm. like, I, 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 you know, you looked so joyous and happy <laughs> this weekend in San yeah, Diego. I was, and like, I know the feeling. And oh my god, I cried. It was so just, cool. It's, it's cool just, to sell. It's cool when people choose to spend their time with you. And their money—that's a huge honor. It's it's a tr- it's a privilege, you yeah. know. Uh, I take it very seriously too. Yeah, <laughs> so you know. I'm glad when it goes well. I'm like, good. This is exactly what it should be. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, we all work really hard. Yeah. Um, and that's just what I wanted to get into. You know, like everybody sees these overnight successes and doesn't see the ten years that go into it. Yep. When did you start to do stand? Ten years. Uh, ten years. Nine years. Nine years. Nine years. Two thousand. Two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. Um. Yeah. In right New- after college in Philadelphia in New York I wish honestly kind of Philly I so many great people came out of the Philly scene but now I started in New York okay. New York's great scene to start up of course but I didn't know you had to do mics I just went straight to a bringer show oh my <laughs> such god such a big mistake no I did the same thing the first oh, show really? I ever did I was didn't... in New York and it was a Jeff Lawrence bringer show what Je- oh, wow uh-huh. wow uh-huh. mine was an Andy Angle I don't know remember Andy. him no. oh boy no he's still a poppin yeah, I got oh, really? comedy club. Yeah, it's like you get t- 10 of your poorest friends. <laughs> all your friends are poor because you're 21 years old. And you're like, please pay $20 and buy two drinks for $12 oh, each. Oh, my God. To see me and a bunch of shitheads do five minutes and be really bad. But I think Jerry Seinfeld might show up, so like that'll make it all worth it. Yeah. And they did. Ugh. Like Jim Gaffigan would come into a spot. Wow. And I'm fucking nothing and I'm like yeah I was on a show with Jim Gaffigan it's like whatever like I use that as clout even though that like as I got older I'm like oh shut the fuck up yeah yeah no I uh everyone's it's funny even me and Fahim were saying it last night like everybody just thinks it's gonna be like a yes when you come into it oh my god there's so much no uh, well no it's only no we, we were just saying to each other last night like a lot of being in entertainment and I guess it applies obviously to anything we know that that's difficult or that a lot of people are going after is just how you respond to yeah. no, like how, like how you that literally make how or you break resp- you. That it defines who you are as a human. How, like, what's gonna happen when people say no? Is it gonna rattle you, or are you gonna just gonna? You go, you're lost, bitch. Yeah, exactly. And you sashay away. <laughs> yeah, and you go flourish somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. with people who are gonna appreciate you. Yeah, and yeah. that can apply even to relationships too. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know? Yeah, I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, I'm trying. I'm really uh, trying to get that right. Yeah. Um, so you started in New York in 2010. 2010. Yeah. And what was your first big moment in comedy when you felt like I'm actually gonna? Ooh. Like, this when is the podcast gonna... started blowing up, that was yeah. uh, how I've been doing stand up for. F- Four years at that point, so that's still really young. Oh wow! Really young. Oh, you've been doing it that long. What, the podcast? Yeah. Podcast five years. I did not know that. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Overnight, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> oh my God, not oh at all. Oh my God. And you guys sell out when you guys yeah. perform. Yeah, I sell out. Now we sell out when I do, we do solo too, which is wow. good to know. That's really. That's why this weekend was a big deal for me because 
we've been doing it for a while. Thanks, man. Of we've course. We've been doing it for a really long time. And now, I'm, I'm, you know, baby's first solo headlining weekend. Like, I want to do it. I want to, you know, develop my own thing. And, Absolutely. Uh, and I did. And it's it's... It's okay. It's good. You should be really proud of yourself. I'm very proud of myself. You really, really should. I really am. You should. (laughs) You and Corinne. Check out Guys We Fuck Podcast. It's not a joke. It's a real thing. It's been going on for five fucking years. It's not a joke. It's It's popping out. It's selling out all over the place. Um, So, you know, I know you were saying sex and dating and relationships are a big focus in your life with the podcast and just in general yeah I think the podcast exacerbates it a little bit because people always ask us about this stuff and we're always talking about the subject so it's just on the brain mm-hmm. you know but also so, everyone loves sex and falling in love and dating and crushes so of course and I actually you know I've just we were talking about it briefly last night you know I've been going through some stuff myself yeah. What what's your cur- are you currently single I yeah I'm single and I, I don't even have a crush on anybody and it's really nice wow it's really nice you're just spending I'm reading this book getting to I do I hate the title uh, <laughs> but I'm like I'm just like truly just hanging out with my friends and reading books and working my ass off and it's actually really fun but not in like a I don't need a man like not in that kind of yeah. way I'm just like not stressed about it which is cool it's weird how like in your 20s, I feel like everyone, there's so much fucking pressure for you to Yo. to just... You put so much pressure on yourself, which is good though because I don't regret... I'm so hard on myself. It's one of I, something I have to work on, but uh, I was so hard on myself in my 20s, but it also got me where I was, so I'm like, eh. That's what I'm saying. It's a part of the journey. Yeah, and you have the energy to be as hard on yourself as you were but I feel like young. but what 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 I was touching on and what you were just touching on before this is like in your 30s you kind of just care more about your family taking good care of yourself your actual fucking friends yeah and your and career your career yeah you know but you're not as um you can enjoy them yeah you're more appreciative mm-hmm. and you're not as like thirsty for something that you don't really know what you're looking for. It's That's like, a great way to put it. Way less thirsty. Yeah. And it's not fun to feel thirsty and desperate and ugh. No. Like it's fun to feel comfortable in your skin. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> it's not. It's not fun. Like when your card gets declined, you know. Like that's oh, what I was so just, not fun. That's what I was just saying. Dude, you know, what was like, your brokest? Like what? How? Like what was like oh, something that happened when you were oh, just so broke? Oh, I've been in dire situations. So yeah. like with me, like I must say, I can't lie. Like. I do have, I do come from a successful family. That's awesome. In the sense and that I don't, like. That's amazing. No, it's so, that's I, it's so, so cool. incredible. And I am so appreciative yeah. and like aware of what opportunity it's given me. You yeah. Know? And like. That's good. I'll, Cause I hate when people like deny it. And then I hate no. when people like, like you fucking beat. That's no, awesome. I'm, I'm like so grateful. That's so, great. so grateful. That's so healthy. And like, it's such a, beautiful thing like that like you know and like yeah but with that being said like you know when I dropped my mom's a doctor my dad's a lawyer like when I oh, dropped shit. When, I, when I dropped Jew. out Jews when I when I dropped out of school to <laughs> nice. do stand up they were like good like literally like they're like the yo best do of it. luck like wait word yeah like okay like, but also Jewish people I found out I'm recently Jewish I'm not saying this because of that I'm saying this because Jewish families are special. Yes. Like Jewish families, I've had the pleasure of hanging, like moving to New York, I've met a lot of Jewish people. Mm-hmm. I just never knew a lot of Jewish people when I was in PA. Mm-hmm. They're, they're so loving and smiley and I don't know, there's a kindness and support about them that I'm like, this is so special. Yeah. So like I've- That's I've, great. Yeah. It's really, really sweet. And it's actually the only thing that I felt has gotten me through- 
yeah. living here alone for six years. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. only thing. What a good support system. Really, really good. And not even just like financially, more so just emotional. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like emotional. Dude, which is, having which is a great way family more, Which rules. is way more. And like, uh, yeah, yeah. I think that, I don't know where that stemmed from. Like what I was saying, I smoke so much weed. Fuck, I'm like Me too. This is great weed though. But it is great weed. But but what but what I'm saying is, I think why I was saying that is uh, because ultimately like it's nothing to be ashamed of. Oh, and, and I was asking you what you were when you were at your brokest. Oh, and you and, said, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, 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 I actually... so, so, so like I've never been in a situation where it's like I'm going to die or like right. I, I like or like worst, well, worst good. case, like if I, like, I'm in jail, like I don't know who I'm going to call. Right. Like, I've always You've had been my to jail. Thing. No, oh, never. I was never. like, damn, what'd you but, like, do? God heavy? forbid. God yeah. forbid. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I would have my family to call. Yeah. But. I've been in bad situations. Like I remember when I first dropped out in 2009 of, of college and I, it was like the, it was the, the same time that the depression, not the depression, but the um, <laughs> 1920s. How no, old were no, you, no, dude? no, 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 that the, what's the it called? War was over no, 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 there was, there wasn't a depression, but there, there was a crash in 2009. Uh, the stock market the stock crash market in 2008? Crash in 2008. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like when I was dropping out of school, my the parents, recession, the recession, there we yes, go. Sorry. Hey, no, it takes not, two, man. Yeah, two stoners no. equal one normal person. Exactly. So, <laughs> They were like, they're like, come home. We'll figure you out. You'll get a place. You'll Aww. get, you know. And then, and That's I, so nice. I it was so sweet. But then the recession hit, and, and I like, moved Bitch, home. You're on your own. And they were just like, kind of like, you're gonna live in the basement. And, okay, that's fine. That's probably nice. And it was really, really nice. And. <laughs> And you know what? You you can use our car like when when we're not using it. Like they were they were very wow. sweet. Yeah. And but I was freaking out because I was like I I was 24 and living in my mom's basement. I was like I gotta get the fuck and out that, of here. But thinking back, isn't that that's so young? So 24, young. You're a I know. Baby. I know. Oh, you're living in your mom's basement no, but, at 24. But but when you're 24, it's everything. Well, you're comparing yourself to your friends. Yeah. Like if, I had just dropped out of school. They're all like graduated, getting their first yeah. real jobs, getting paid, whatever, like yeah. moving but on. That's, that's fuel for you. Exactly. And uh, I don't know. That, that's kind of So when what, you're at your brokest like you, is when you were living in your parents' well, no, basement. Well, like, well, no, because there were moments in that time when my parents were like, where I, where I was nomad out of that house. Yeah. But when I would go to New like when I would be like, all right, I'm going to go to New York or I'm going to go to they wherever, were like, they were just like, yes. all right. God bless you. Wow. Like, go. Aww. But they wouldn't, they wouldn't, they'd be like, they, we support Supportive. you and go, yeah. but they wouldn't give me anything. And like, I yeah. would go yeah. and I would be in situations where I'd be surrounded by like friends who had, and I had no money. Like, I remember yeah. it would just be like, I mean, yeah, it would just be like, you know, dollar slices. Uh-huh. I used to have uh, to go out to dinner with we, my friends when they graduated college, I got real jobs and I majored in acting. So like, and we would go out to dinner and I would have to get an appetizer salad and that's it. Like Aww. I had to get like, I couldn't get any food. And they were my one friend was like rich. She got a job. It's like some finance, something at a, at a college. I don't even still don't know what she does. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. tried to explain it to me so many times mm-hmm. and she would like buy me dinner and I'd feel so pathetic. Aww, like I just no. felt so, no, it's sweet. It's, it's sweet. Yeah. It's yeah. Really, I wish really I sweet. didn't, I wish I didn't waste time. That's why I like being my thirties better. 
feeling pathetic because that's that's okay. No, it's it's totally, it's totally okay. part of the problem. It's, totally it's part okay. of the thing. Yeah, it's part of like what goes around comes around. Yeah, and when we started comedy, when I started comedy, I was so broke, but so was everybody else. So I was like, okay, we're like these like misfit toys that like are trying to figure it out, and it kind of feels cool. It does actually. Camaraderie, and 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 it's funny because like as somebody who like there was a lot of resentment towards like me in the Toronto really? stand up scene when I would yeah oh when I would because like people when I would like you got when it, I would like, like pull up in like to open mics and like a BMW and right. just but be they like, didn't mean like okay it yeah, wasn't they didn't it realize. wasn't I wasn't trying to be I would but I was this fat obnoxious oh, loud oh I keep forgetting you were fat unfunny. you don't have a former fat kid personality I I, I don't well I was a confident fat guy but I oh, wasn't great. That's exciting. Yeah, I okay. was like, a, I was a That's confident fat then. guy, but I was unconfident when I was losing my hair. Yeah, guys. Yeah, guys. That's a bummer to guys. Apparently. But I think that uh, it's just really cool to have um, support systems and like yeah, and have a family that have dope. a family. Yeah, really, really Man. dope. Really, really dope. And like even just like friends, like. I, there's yeah. like I cherish like I I don't know how many f- like real real friends like lot. real real. It's crazy. I have an odd amount of friends, but like I'm talking about like I have this group of twelve friends where we do lake life every summer. We okay. Friends, like we I we do that. friendsgiving every year. Like the same group we do, and I and I purchase because when I started I was so broke that for friendsgiving I'll I'll buy all the presents for a white elephant. And like I'll buy like really cool shit, but then I'll buy like some cheap shit because I can like I have the means to like do that, and it gives me the most amount of joy because like this group of twelve of us are really tight, and then I have enough, I have all these groups of friends. I truly, it's that's the best part of my life, and that's why I believe I'm successful is because I have really great friends. And like talking about the difference between being in your twenties and your thirties, the more you realize, and people have always said it that like. When you don't see somebody who you've been friends with for a long time and then you see them or speak to them, it's kind of like right where you picked off. 100%. Whereas, That's so special. Whereas like some of the new friends that you make along the road that you didn't have from the beginning, really, yeah. they fall off. Yeah. Yeah, they come Some of go. them become true friends. Some of them hang and some of some them Some of don't. them fucking fall the fuck yeah. off. And once I realize that, like I, yeah, I, like some of them you have a falling out with and then you never talk to them again. That's but, like, that's part of life. That's literally just a part of life. Yeah, it's it sucks. Losing a friend, having a friend breakup is a lot of times worse than a romantic breakup because I don't know. You just really didn't see that it was you don't you forget that you can break up when As you're friends. friends. Yeah. Uh I've had I've had a, I've had a few lows. Yeah. Few lows. They're they're rough, but once you understand, oh, it's a part of life. It's okay. It's like when they were in my life, I learned a lot and then now they're out and now I'm better off, they're better off. Now we can prosper. So, you know, you clearly are a smart, you know, talented girl, Stop you know, 31, Jewish. Jewish <laughs> as hell. Uh, what's, what's, what, like, I feel like your future is very bright. Thanks. You know? No, I do. I think it I is too. Like you Corinne, I feel good like, about it. You should. You should. Thanks. You know, 10 years in, it's always, uh, like I was, I had, do you know Alex Pavone in New York? Yeah, wait, what, didn't he go before me? I think he did. He? Yeah. He he crushed it so hard, and he brought so much energy on stage, and was so happy and giddy yeah. on stage that he made me bet a better comic when I followed him. He he's a really I love that sweet, guy. Sweet, I oh love my God. that guy. He's so ha- he's fun he to just, have around. He just really really loves to do stand up. Yeah, and like so he cool. was episode forty eight. 
Oh, he was. He was episode forty-eight. You're episode forty-nine. And oh like, my god! I just, We're, like, I'm following him again. That's great. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I just think it's cool because we work so fucking hard, so and like hard. these moments, and like you know. And then, like, you reach something, and then you surpass it, and you're like, oh, yeah, I have new goals now. And it's just, like, it's kind of, it's cool. It's cool. It's, the, the comedy community is is truly that, like a community. Yeah. It's special. Um, I think it's so special 80 times. So what are you looking for, both for your career and in a man? Ooh, good question. You know, moving forward. Career, now. I want to be on... Uh, well, I made a movie this summer. I made a short film this summer. Muscle tough. Um, I'm very excited about it. As you should be. Um, and it's about, uh, I, I wrote it. I started it. I paid for it. Like I made it. Wow. I really wanted to, I majored in acting. I got a BFA in acting. So I, but like I won Shakespeare competitions. Like I'm like a good actress, but mm. I, I kind of put that aside when I started stand up. So, uh, I'm like, I wasn't getting a lot of roles or auditions. I love auditioning. Oh my God. It's so fun. Um, that I wanted. I'm like, I want to be an indie movie. So I'm like, I'm going to make my own fucking indie movie. So I made that. And so I'm excited about that. Good for I just, you. um, we're submitting it to all the festivals. I just got, um, I'm friends with Will Forte and I got him to do the voiceover for the scene between like me and a self-help book, like a women's, it's kind of like getting to, I do, but like it's, I wrote it to be exaggerated. Um, so <laughs> it's just all these elements with this film are coming together. I'm like, ah, this is going to be really good. Good for you. So I don't, yeah. And it's one of those, thank you. It's no, one of those it's, projects it's, that, it's, Everybody who I wanted to do it because everybody that I knew, like the director of this, uh, I worked on them. I worked with them doing some Facebook television show that like this was no one's dream to do this Facebook show. But we all had a really good attitude and we all were kind of nerdy and wanted to do like something cool. So we we got together and then I pitched them this idea and they're like, yes. And so wow. I'm just so, I just have such a good feeling about this movie. So I think I'm looking forward to that. You should really be proud of yourself. And Thanks. you should honestly just know, like as I was briefly telling you, like with my food experience in the in the selling content world, yeah. like Oh yeah, you how, sold so much shit. No, just a couple, just two shows. That's crazy. That's so shows. cool. No, no, no. But how you did it with making your short is yeah. the way to fucking do it. It's the way that feels the best. And take notes from what Christina is saying. Any artist, like, do not wait for an opportunity. Don't Holy wait fucking for shit. fucking like someone. No to matter hand, what like, you do, just make it yourself with your yeah. own. Like, and that's why I really respect the fact you you did it yourself. And there was, the stakes were high. It was my baby, so I, like, I wanted. Yeah. So I, it was such a joy and a pleasure to work. I procrastinate with everything I do, and then I beat myself up about it, and then that's the spiral continues, you know. But with this, I was like, this. I've never been involved in something just so fully. I'm like, damn. Fucking right on. Yeah. I want to make money so that I can do this. Yeah. That's what I wanted what's to make it, money. What, what's it called? It's going to be called Dwell. And uh, yeah, it's just me alone. It's I, I was in a relationship for seven years and I broke up with him. And being alone in my apartment, wanting to kill myself. And Oi. like I would do ecstasy by myself in my apartment. And so I, that's, I wrote that all into the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> like rollerblading on ecstasy in a tutu. That's like, <laughs> and like, like piano. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, Classic. And like fucking Will Forte's in it. Like it's just, I'm so, where he's voiceover in it. And I'm really excited. You it really, shows really my chops, be. too. It, great, great. Yeah. So that's that's super exciting. Check it out. It's going to be called Dwell. And respect a young flourisher for fucking doing it herself, <laughs> oh, if we all can. Uh, okay, so now, as far as guys, what, Ooh, what, are you, guys. What, are you, what are you looking for in a guy? Someone who's okay, yeah. successful. Okay. I've never dated somebody successful. Wow. Um, 
And that's what a girl wants. Yeah, I never really wanted that. You don't want to be with a bum. Well, now I realize that because because at first I don't care about how much money people make. I don't care. I really could give a shit, but I really care about someone being happy in whatever the hell field that they're in. That I care about. But it's like, but you don't want like a successful. I don't give a fuck. As long as it's whatever career you're in and you feel happy with, you feel content and you are hungry and passionate, I, I don't care. You know what? I really like your definition of success. Thanks. Like well, it's, yeah, because if you're unhappy It's more about fulfillment and happy rather oh, than yeah. how much money you I know make. so many rich, miserable people. Oh, well, it's funny. Andy Haynes, another great mm-hmm. New York comic. Yeah. Who, are, you, are you friends with Andy I, Haynes? I know him, yeah. Okay. Really sweet guy. Uh he was saying how he read a study about how people who make over three hundred thousand dollars have aren't as happy as people who make just under three hundred thousand hmm. dollars, and it kind of made me think about how I know all these really affluent people, yeah, who make way more than three hundred grand a year and who work really hard for it and probably yeah. have a sense of a lot of different types of sense of fulfillment from doing what they do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they're not, but they're fucking miserable. Yeah. Like in general. Yeah. My favorite kind of people, though, are the ones who make over 300 grand and are so happy. And I'm like, yo, you can do it all. Yeah. It's so cool to see. I've met a couple of those. Yes. And I'm like, who are genuinely like, I can't believe this is my fucking life. There are many of them. And you're like, oh, thank God you can be both. But those are the ones that are buying the dinner for the friend. Those are the ones that are donating at the charity events. Those are the ones that are. And that's so cool. That are, and and like that, the, 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 event that Corinne did uh, the no kid hungry thing oh yeah yeah, like, yeah. that's why I do that yeah I, will you do that next year yeah 100%, okay, cool. 100%. Okay. yeah okay, yeah cool giving um, back is so much fucking yeah fun. it feels good because then you're you're setting a precedent to everybody and it feels good it does feel it feels good. so good to be giving it does it really does well uh, honestly we didn't get too deep into what's going on and and within the you know the upbringing I was gonna ask oh, like yeah. you know like we're, we're gonna get too, get too deep into it the episodes usually run about thirty minutes and it's been well thirty three minutes wow um I just I honestly I can't thank you enough oh I think, my I pleasure think, this I was think, a really fun conversation yeah you dropped a couple really nice gems oh good both good. for dating and for I think for career. career. That's great. Yeah. Well, that's it wasn't, we, I, this podcast isn't so much about like trying to be or being funny. It's just I just kind of want to have I just want to have people on and just like talk to them for 30 yeah. minutes and get to know them and get let the listeners get to know them too. My gro- my um, listenership or whatever you'll call it is is growing. Awesome. That's so exciting. So I'm, I'm happy that you came on. I'm happy yeah. too. Uh, guys, follow Christina Hutch. At Christina Hutch, but it's K R Y S T Y N A. It's so weird. It's spelled so weird. <laughs> and I have my own podcast that I'm really proud of, where wow. I talk about shit like this, like the books. I'm, I'm really into self help, but not like in a, not like one of those people that has like too many good like, quotes on their fridge magnets. Has like so they're four like, cats. I'm okay. I'm fine. Like, you got like the, five no, cats. Not. Like right, exactly. Yeah. Well, five cat. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Although I don't know anybody who has five cats who's like. Yes, but maybe I've not met them yet. But um, I talk about that stuff. I have a solo podcast uh, called The Voices in Our Heads where I just try and talk about this kind of stuff. Like, cool. Because it's really fun to talk about it. Yeah, just loose loose conversation yeah. with, a, with a little bit of like information interview. I mean, yeah. People, people know you're from Philly now. Yo, 215 Till your, I Die. They know about your podcast, Guys We Fucked. Yeah, Guys We Fucked on Luminary. They know that, that they one. can check out your individual and joint tour dates. Yep, ChristinaHutchinson.com. Um, I just 
Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Episode 49, you already know what the fuck going on. <laughs> you know my intros and outros are fire. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Stay flourishing. Check out Christina Hutchinson and stay safe and thrive and drink lots of water. One time. Flourish. Bye. Ooh, ooh, baby, my only lady. You know you drive me crazy. Ooh, ooh, baby, my only lady. You know you drive me crazy. Ooh, ooh, baby, my only lady. You know you drive me crazy.